The Chicago Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. All right, Chicago Popo Report is back. Long week, Loop. But we're back. We're back with a vengeance. WLSAM 890 Chicago. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. Two crazy uncles talking about everything that, well, hopefully is humorous to you. Right, Lou? I don't think I'm an uncle yet. No. You're not an uncle yet? No. You tell them siblings to get busy, brother. My siblings, no. I can't even name all my nieces and nephews. Seriously. They're very millennial. They don't feel like having kids yet. And one of the sibs will get mad when you don't remember their kid's birthday. I don't remember my own kid's birthday. I don't think I'll be called uncle for a while. Oh, that's not going to happen. Not in the cars, baby. <laughs> well, I'll give it a couple, two, three years. Yeah, there you go. All right. I've seen that sister and brother, man. They look like they better get busy, though, okay? Yeah. It's speak- going to happen. Speaking of sister and brother, Paul, hey, you're looking kind of, I don't know. Pale? Hey, you a little bit, you little <laughs> Pale? Bit, you a little, little bit high today? No, no. Well, it's, it's National Weed Day, so that's why I asked. Maybe contact high on the way in or something you know on the I'm Eisenhower, saying? okay? But I, the rain kept it down, I think. You don't uh, celebrate National Weed Day? Huh? I, I celebrate. Yeah. I, I just don't partake. You don't partake? I don't partake. Give me a headache. You don't discriminate. No. You, you don't partake, you, but you celebrate. A little tequila works just as well for me. Yeah, a lot of the kids are having fun today. Well, they have fun every day, but today's a, a day to celebrate for, right. for, for, for some for well, some in our community. Well, I think for a lot of or people. a lot in our, in our community. community. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Also, I want to send a shout out to my sister. It's her birthday today. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Brenda. She's actually probably landing in Morocco as we speak. She's spending her birthday week in Morocco. How about that? She, is she bringing anybody with her? She go by herself. She's going to go visit her boyfriend out there. I think she's, she's in Morocco? Yeah. I think no, I think they, they both flew out to Morocco. I think his parents. I was going to say, that's a long way to have a boyfriend. His parents are from, his parents are uh, from uh, Morocco. Over, over by there. Over by there? Mm-hmm. They load it? Brenda looking at a big dowry over there coming? In? I don't know about that. <laughs> well, wealthy in Morocco might be a little bit different than wealthy on the north side of Chicago, I'm guessing. I don't know about that. But yeah, I want to send a shout out. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Brenda. You better listen to the show now. No yeah. excuse being in Morocco, right? We can download it and listen to it. Yeah, you better start sharing on Facebook, all right? Whenever I post anything from the Pope Chicago Popo Report, you That's better right. share. Well, Lou, <laughs> guess, guess what's back in the news? You never, you, we, you know. If it wasn't for this, we probably wouldn't have a show, okay? Well, the Quad McDonald stuff is back up. CPD's trying to fire four officers. Not the guys who were found by, not guilty by the friendly judge, Dominica, right? Those no. guys are okay so far, I think. I don't yeah, know. yeah, they were. Right? Yeah, that was last month's news. They had the big trial. NG. Right out the door they went. We got the new fa- uh, friendly or fabulous four right here. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We got Becky and her dragons, right? Yeah, Khaleesi. <laughs> <laughs> and Brett, you know, giving us the evil eye. Look at these two mopes. What are they doing? Anyways, back to Laquan McDonald. Uh, they're trying to fire four officers who weren't indicted, who weren't arrested, but they said they lied on their police reports. Yeah. I got in trouble on Facebook when I said the police always lie. <laughs> Some, a couple of policemen took offense. None of the police I know took offense, though. But in, in any event, these guys, are, their grand crime was lying on the police report. 
and the uh, superintendent wants to fire him. And, of course, they're saying, hey, it's all a matter of perception. Well, he, he, well he, according to him and his attorney, yeah, they failed to tell the truth. <laughs> I, listen, everybody knows there was a lot of lies flying around in this case. And if you're going to start flying, uh, fi- flying, firing police officers for lying. About flying. You, yeah. There's not too many with pilot license. Well, okay. with the weed, though, they might be flying. You can't fire him for flying? <laughs> Depending, depending on whether they get called down to pee at the first district on midnight shift. What well, happens as a result of that test? For a whiz quiz? Yeah. Yes, yes, the whiz quiz. Never, never, never a good uh, phone call to get, right? Never a dull moment with the whiz quiz. That's right. It's like the you dice what, table. You know what I call that? I call that a meal ticket. Because after you, do, after you pass the, the whiz quiz, you go get a nice meal before you return to your district. That's nice, huh? Pick up a nice meal somewhere. Yeah, I was down there doing the whiz test, and I, you know, they took a long time. There's a lot of guys waiting. No, no, you phone ahead, and you just yeah. pick it right up. Oh, there you go. There you go. Because, you know, you get tired of the same old That's food right. you get in the same old district. district. Night, right? Yeah. Yes. Meal ticket, buddy. You That's get a right. lot of meal tickets. Yeah, you get a lot of uh, interesting meals on the way back to Rogers Park, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cross, cross a lot of different neighborhoods. A little right, creek, right, little right, right, right. At all. Anyways, the police department's trying to fire these four guys. And I, I, one of the officers says, I, I really don't know, I don't know what happened after he went down. I turned away because, quote, I don't enjoy people, I, I enjoy watching people get shot. Hey, I, I could sympathize with that. He, a little flinch, closing the eye yeah, stuff. It's like, oh my God, why'd you have to do dangerous that? Dangerous desperado laying on the ground getting lit up. He was, a, you know, what if he jumped back up and shot everybody or stabbed them? He didn't have a gun. He just had a knife. He suddenly, suddenly turned into a zombie and started attacking everybody. There you go. Yeah, yeah the, the, the zombie shots, right? That's why I had to shoot him 15 more times. I, I got to tell you, that's a pretty good defense. The zombie, the zombie shot. The zombie defense, right? I had shot him 16 times because, you know, 14 might not do with a zombie. Yeah. He was acting a little zombie-like, right? Yeah. yeah, I'll buy it. All right. Well, anyways, they're trying to fire them. Uh, my prediction is they will get disciplined but not fired, right? What do you think, Luke? I have no I reference I point. Think, I don't think these guys are getting fired for that fib. I think they'll get disciplined, but that'll be it. But, yeah, I mean, this is up for the I mean, the police. This is a police board hearing, correct? Right. You know, do you, do you think many people know the distinction between the or were familiar with the Chicago Police Board as opposed to COPA or formerly known as IPRA? Outside of the uh, police officers and their family members, I doubt if anybody's very familiar with it. Because, I mean, the only reason I say this, I mean, it's it's because our our new mayor, she was a president of the Chicago Police Board. Yes, for a long time. Yes, she was. Which is an independent civilian body that decides disciplinary cases involving Chicago police officers. It's a nine-member board. And it's appointed by the mayor. Exactly. Right. And these are all prominent uh, public and private figures of the community. They're uh, attorneys. They're uh, CEOs. Uh, community uh, activists. Activists. Yeah. Judges. Former judges. Retired judges. So, yeah, the uh, the nine-member board, it's uh, a big swath of the, uh, the community. Right. And assuming they vote to fire them, you still have appeal rights, right? Oh yeah. I mean, you, that's not the end of it. Yeah, it's all part of the disciplinary process. Right. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I, it it's could a go on for years. Well, well, yeah. This started back in <laughs> wait, wait. This has been it's going least, on four years now. Yeah, oh yeah, it's still going on. And they're gonna have they're having this hearing for about a week, and they're not gonna decide until they meet in sometime in May. And it probably still it probably still won't decide until nah, after. Not everybody they won't have a quorum, and you know it, 
it never They're going to be on vacation. It goes it literally, if you got 15 years on the job, you could probably ride this one out to retirement before they fire you. I just had to mention that. I'm glad get, you did. Get it out there. That's good information. You know, good data. Good data for our, 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 our listeners. For our, for our people. Yes. Yeah. Now they know. Now, the more you know. <laughs> Perhaps they're not as confused as I am at this point. The, the more you know, the better you are, Paul. Like I tell you, we uh, burned a segment with that first story. Fascinating you, stuff. You think we could burn, burn another uh, 20 seconds? I'm not quite sure we'll win a Pulitzer, but we should try. But what do we got coming up? We got a lot of, we got a lot of interesting stuff tonight, right? Uh, let's see, Paul. My nonviolent, low-level partner in crime. I'm going to tell you what we have coming up today. do it quick because now we're getting ready to go out. Hey, uh, keep your comments and hands to yourself during a ride-along, all right? Okay. Word to the wise. A Phoenix man invokes God as a reason for killing his family. Now, that's gruesome. And TV sloppy, sexy pitch man charged with DWI. I'll say it's not true. And more to come. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. Welcome back, peeps. Chicago Popo Report, Saturday night, WLS AM 890. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, bringing you all the newsworthy news about criminals, gangsters, Popo. Non-criminals, too? Yeah, some non-criminals, but they're, not, they're far less interesting than our usual people. Hey, But we make it interesting either way, Paul. Bro, we got a new demographic we're number one way. I, I didn't share this with you. Oh, all right, well. You're going to love this. Quit, quit holding out. We are number one at Stateville Penitentiary. Oh. Our boys at Stateville love the Popo Report. <sighs> Here hey, go. I got my boy Jamie Snow is down there wrongfully convicted uh-huh. and when we mentioned his case last week all right jamie's in the shower and the boys start screaming jamie jamie you're on the popo report don't drop this don't drop the soap uh, saturday night uh, jamie, we ain't worry about jamie dropping the soap okay <laughs> hey, let me tell you that's that's not jamie but <laughs> but the fact is everyone in stateville is listening to the popo report what stateville stateville a little penitentiary in joliet oh, yeah. super max Bad news. That's where they used to do the death penalty in the state. That's what I call my. That's what I call my boy. That in Pontiac, but uh, let me tell or Menard. I mean, Stateville. We're number one at Stateville, my friend. Okay, that's important. It's good they have demographics. Thanks a lot, guys. I'm not sure them guys are spending a lot of money with our advertisers, but hey, they're listening. You're the best. But they're hey, their people spend money, right? Yeah. Tell their people listen to the Popo report. Advertisers be aware. Yeah. We're number one in the Illinois Department of Corrections. The Popo report is rocking it. There you go. That's an important demographic. Now here's a we're gonna next story is about a guy who's never gonna wind up in the Department of Corrections. Oh, we got Smollett back in the news yeah. on Smollett and Fox and Friends. Yeah, she just announced that she's uh she's gonna ask the Illinois Inspector General to help out and investigate the case. Who, who is the Illinois Inspector General? Some guy named Patrick Blanchard, you know, I'm sure you know him. You know all these guys. <laughs> I don't know this guy. I don't Dude, even know been him around Inspector General. All these public figures, all these, you know, city workers, you know who this nah, guy we know is. the city guy, the city uh, Inspector General, the, the former Fed guy. The city Inspector General. He's always yeah. mad because they don't give him enough money and they don't give him subpoena power. And he, he stays <laughs> perpetually pissed off at everybody because he finds corruption about six times a day. But he found out nobody in Chicago really wants to hear about it. Well, he's a former prosecutor, and Fox and Friends, she's she's <laughs> adamant about this guy, and she really holds him in high yeah. regards that he will get to the bottom of this and, you know, give you the real. What's he going to get to the bottom? Every time you say Fox and Friends, I think of 
Fox Television, right? <laughs> no. It's my play on Fox and Friends. <laughs> but it's great. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's great. We are it's on great w- radio we here on WLS. It's a conservative uh, talk show format on this place until we get on there. And there ain't the, nothing conservative about us. God knows what's going to come out of our little mouths because we don't even know until <laughs> about a millisecond before it happens. <laughs> so, yeah, just a little bit of news. There's another public figure involved in the Smollett drama. Oh. There's and he's going to unravel. He's going to unravel it. He really will get to the bottom. Well, last of it, week right? she dumped, earlier in the week she dumped a bunch of emails, internal emails between her and the prosecutor, other prosecutors in the case, and uh, defense lawyers. And I, I, who knew you could just email the state's attorney and she'd respond? Yeah, and text right? her and you know and everything. Yeah. I knew that, of course. Yeah, because yeah. her, her Paul, prede- you know everything. Her, her predecessor used to take emails yeah. from uh, her pals too. That she didn't want to release. Yeah. Just so y'all think this is something new with Kimmy Fox. It's not. It's been going on forever. Avenatti contacted her. And <laughs> Avenatti he was her to, pal. He wanted to get in. He's like, you know, I want. He's thinking about getting in on the case. So that was revealed also. He's, he's got his own issues. I don't think he needs no, to worry yeah. about getting in on any cases, right? Yeah. But, you know, I think what was revealed uh, the most that she can't stay recused. <laughs> Listen, she. I, I don't. I, I think there's a, a failure to communicate what recusal means because uh, I'm recusing myself, and she starts firing off, you know, 500 emails to everybody about it. Publicly, yeah, I'm recused, <laughs> but Probably. not really, guys. Not a chance. Right? Not really, I, guys. I, I'm still the boss. I'm not letting this thing go. Don't screw it up. Yeah. And they screw. Listen, you know what they were really worried about. And I love this because I've always maintained this. Yeah. They were worried about the media response after it happened. Now, if I'm Kim Fox, I'm going to tell you, I don't know her media person, but that person may get fired after this, well, they this were, nightmare. They were never prepared. They were They're, caught off guard. I could, I, listen, you and I could have told her, hey, this isn't a good idea. Don't take on the superintendent. Don't embarrass him. Don't drop the charges against this mope. You want to you drop a few charges? Drop a few charges. Great. Yeah. Don't dump the case and say, uh, hey, we're done. It's yeah. all taken care of. He's uh, paying ten thousand dollar fine. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That's right. it's hard to imagine. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought. Firestorm. And this thing turned into an international story, which a, is ridiculous no, on the face of it. Right? It turned into a poop storm. Oh, it was horrible. And and if you're her PR person or whatever, you got to know if you you make this move, it's not going to be good for you. Well, here's the deal. I'm just going to say this one more time. If you're hiding behind that diversion program that they claim they used, right? I'll buy it, but they didn't follow generally the steps outlined. No, no, listen, okay, they, they, they've been lying. Nothing, nothing from uh, f- from the community service to buy in from the victim, i.e., city of Chicago. Right, there was nothing. No, no. this is ridiculous. She just wanted it gone, and you know the whole. Well, look at R. Kelly. He only got charged with ten counts, and we charged Smollett with. 16 counts. It's, it's apples and oranges. The two cases don't even compare to each other. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's, that, that, that's nonsensical logic. Listen, you and I know that phone call from the former First Lady Chief of Staff. That was the end of this case in some oh, way, she, somehow. She, right? Yeah, okay, I'll, try, I'll do yeah. whatever I can. She's not going to take on that. I'll take right? care of it. I'll take care I'll of take it. Take care of poor Jussie. Jussie, Jussie. He's having a little hard Wait. time getting employed these days. Yeah, isn't he's he? having, still having some problems, right? Yeah, but our ace producer Becky just dropped a bomb on us. Man. She, yeah, she just let us know the big one on this big one. Big reveal. <laughs> you got to let Jesse's on. A, let me get this right. He's in L.A. and he's in a parking lot on his phone, right? And 
He's talking of the producers of this this play in Broadway's and what's the name of the play, Brett? Take me out. Take me out. All right. Everybody's taking him out right now. Take me out. Taking taking him out of his paycheck. So he's on the phone talking to producers. What did he say? He's like, uh, yeah, you know, I got away with that thing. I got away with that thing. He did get away with it, really. (laughs) He wasn't kidding. Yeah, I mean, there's some truth to it, yeah. But the producers, uh, they fired him. They weren't fully buying it. But Jesse's in a parking lot on his phone, and everyone's running a story about his conversation. Yeah. Because he's not smart. This guy isn't smart enough to get out of the rain, bro. They're, he's they're not discreet. He's, you know, he's Can't not get, Roll the window up if you're going to have a conversation about how you got out of a case and, and made everyone an idiot in Chicago <laughs> while you're trying to save your job in New York, oh. which was unsuccessful, I might add. Yeah. One more thing. I was watching a movie the other day, and I think I shared it with, with you guys via text, but I'll, I'll share it with our fans. Alien, the Covenant. It's, uh, it's, you know, series, it's the Alien series. Can the boys at Safeville get that on? Because, they probably can. They okay, probably can. They'd be interested in that. So this is my, it's one of my favorite movies and I enjoy watching it repeatedly. Uh, you know, I don't care. I'm like, I'm sitting for this, even though I know what the hell's going on. It's it's just one of those movies. And uh, I'm like, wait, that's Jussie. I nearly threw up in my mouth. <laughs> I was like, it's oh. Jussie when he had a career still. Oh right? my God. He didn't have one line. He 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 was just uh, I don't know just like a spaceship operator. But. I, I, my suggestion for Jesse is silent films may be the way to go with him because every time he opens his mouth, he gets in trouble. No, uh, so, so I so maybe the strong silent pretty type will be I, his forte from here on in. It just won't be the same for me anymore. Uh, well, listen, another exciting news: Alderman Burke. Oh, your boy's back in town. Uh, Eddie Burke's got more. He, he won re-election. He did. He did. <laughs> he got a federal indictment hanging on top of his old head, but hey. But the problems are still there. They're still there. And and and, just, and the feds, just to let them know they're still around and thinking about them, indicted another real estate uh, guy who was accused of bribing Burke. Yeah. Mr. Chu. <laughs> let me tell you, man. They, they just keep, That's what the feds do. They pile on, they pile on, they pile on. We'll get into that pile on, Paul. So much crime, so little time. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSMA 90. We'll see you in a few. Welcome back, peeps. Van Halen drinking a little Senka today and uh, doing the opening for us on the Chicago Popo Report. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLSAM 890, Chicago, Saturday night. We're jumping for you. And they're jumping for us in Stateville, apparently. Oh, We're number yeah. one at the 7 to 9 p.m. Uh, time slot. We can't thank you enough, Statesville. That's right. That's or is right. it Stateville or Statesville? Stateville. Statesville. No, it's within us, Statesville. Within yeah. us. Right on, right on old 53 there in Joliet. Mm-hmm. Big facility. Big, big, big. Home to a lot of famous gangsters. In any event... Uh, <laughs> Does Ed Burke wind up? It's no, no. It's it's a state <laughs> facility, not a federal one. Right. Yeah. yeah no. But but Eddie's got another uh, another guy, real estate guy, needs zoning help. Right. Yeah, Mr. Quee. Mr. Quee. He's also a lawyer too. He's a lawyer. He's a real estate developer. Yeah. What else does he do? He's got his hands in so many. He's an immigration attorney too. That's right. He's got an immigration practice. He's got that practice right off of uh, is Northwest that Side, Irving Park, Park yeah. and Cicero, Six uh-huh. Corners. Right. Which I, there used to be a bank there on the corner. 
Yeah, correct. Back a long time ago, before Bank of America, uh-huh. called LaSalle Northwest National. Guess who used to be a teller there? <laughs> Lupe Aguirre was a teller? There you go. I was a well, teller there. No wonder you wound up as the popo. <laughs> you can't trust a teller. Who can you trust, right? My first job after my first you year know, Brian, of college. I, actually, bro. I always think the CPD should be really recruiting heavily from bank tellers because, you know, to handle large amounts of cash every day. LaSalle, North, do you, you remember know, that? Remember I mean, LaSalle I, banks? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. How was that job? You make about three bucks an hour back then? I think minimum wage was probably like five. Yeah. Something like that. You like that job? It was great, man. I Better than this one? Got all dressed. <laughs> I got all dressed you up. You don't get dressed up for this one, do you? I, couldn't, I, I, I had to take the bus there. I took the bus there every day and back. Imagine the drive from Rogers Park all the way up to Portage Park. That's a long That's ride. a long freaking That's a long ride, day right? on the bus. It's a long day on the bus. Hey, very eager hey. to learn the banking business. How'd you do with that? How'd that turn out for you? Uh, not so well. <laughs> The world, the world. Don't of, own any banks. Don't sit on the board of any. The world of finance was not my thing. It was yeah, not my forte. It's not most people's thing. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I just had to throw that in there. Um, oh, and there was a there was a Bally Total Fitness right next door. I used to go to too. There you go. That, that's why you took <laughs> Which, that job. There's a gym I could go to there. there you go. This is pre yoga days too, right? <laughs> Very pre yoga. Yes. Yoga didn't even exist except you know in uh, Bersham's mind maybe. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, right. That was a bit more recent. Yeah, more recent. Right. Well, but back on topic. Uh, that would be nice <laughs> if we did that. Okay. Lissa L- will appreciate that. All right. Because I'm telling you right now, it, it won't be four weeks without an email. Oh, <laughs> Not after this show. Just a little fun trivia for you. That's okay. All. Good. All all right. Right. You hear it. Yeah, I'll probably be on. Uh, Are we done with Burke I'm, and Choi? We'll be on Jeopardy at, at some point. The, no? the guy that's on there currently, I don't think he's ever going to lose again. <laughs> he broke his his record of a hundred and something thousand by winning? winning twenty thousand. Oh yeah, he won twenty thousand more the next wow. day. Wow! Yeah, fabulous. Yeah, Jeopardy should just put him on the payroll and retire him. Fabulous. He's from Naperville, though, right? So I, I guess we're done with Mister Quee and yeah, Mister uh, Burke. Uh, nobody cares. They know they're going to keep you know indicting everybody to come in and testify against him because well, Eddie will not do one thing and that is testify. He's not testifying. Well, there's going to be a big reveal May 3rd. That's the the deadline the for the prosecutor. Yeah. Not a bathroom reveal or, you know, no. the sex of a baby being no, no, born. No. Will he be indicted? Will Burke be indicted? Well, He's already been indicted. Well, well broader this indictment. Is, right, like a broader cases. indictment. There right, you go. Yes. Uh, my, my guess is yes. This is just a little warning right now to release this little tidbit to let him think about it and stew him sweat oh yeah i don't think eddie sweats no he doesn't sweat he's older than dirt i mean he's been an alderman for over 50 years eddie's got to think at this point they're never going to get me before i die i think you could wear a pinstripe suit way better than that guy i can Uh, he's too old school man i mean he's still dressing in the 60s yeah he dresses nice for a guy you know his age and still Locked into the 60s, but, you know, he could wear anything he wants. He got more money than everybody on his floor right now. Yeah. Right? I it's his style. It's his style, man. It's his thing. My uh, my bro- my father-in-law told me an interesting story about Burke. Do you want to tell you about that? Do we want to hear it? I think so. We're not going to get sued if we tell it, are we? No, no. Okay. He, well, uh, well, used, it, then. he used to walk into an, uh, an establishment on the southwest side. You know, everybody knows Burke. Of course. That's his area. You know, it's... Uh, We'll just call it a restaurant, you know. He walks in there and essentially, I want that, I want that, I want that. I'm not sure if he paid for any of it. 
<laughs> he probably owned a restaurant. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, he took care of his own issues with a restaurant, I'm maybe, sure, right? Maybe, but yeah. you're like, oh, this this guy's back. All right, just oh, no. give him whatever he wants. Right. Get him out of here. I think he could eat at a better place, huh? <laughs> He's over here bothering us every day. <laughs> He's like, He's oh. putting the arm on us because he don't want to spend 12 bucks on lunch. Oh, God, yeah. Uh, so he's like, oh, well. He didn't get again. rich buying everybody lunch, my friend, okay? No, no. Hey, I like the next story. Oh, yeah. Pretty pedestrian, right? There's a lot going on. Uh, public employees behaving oh, badly, oh, right? Chicago firemen say it isn't so. What'd he do? What'd the firemen do? Listen, man, when I, when I go on a ride along, whether it's with a firefighter or police officer, you know, show me the streets. Give me some news, you know, be funny, you know, just make it interesting. But keep your hands off me. Hey, he was showing her stuff. You know? He had a City College student. She's over 18, right? Presumably yeah. she's at City yeah. College. She's over 18. I don't want you to talk sexy to me, all right? Just just be funny and interesting. Don't creep me out. I think he got a little bit too interesting because the student went home and she immediately complains to her parents and police. After the fireman made lewd comments and touched her during dinner at the firehouse, this actually went somewhere. He, he just touched her. I mean, I, it doesn't. It, that doesn't mean it was creepy touching. It was just he touched her. If it's an unwanted touching, it's called a battery. Here we go. Simple with the, as these that. Legal people. fine points you're always breaking out Simple on. Simple as okay? that. Simple as that. There's no you know splitting of hairs. There's no like you know. Well, no, Joe Ferguson got this guy fired. All right. Uh, yeah. There goes that pension. Yeah, so, oh, Joe Ferguson, yeah. He, and by the way, rings a bell. He was charged with misdemeanor battery, but was acquitted by a judge. Bench trial. That's right. I wonder, do you think Dominica had that one? Dominica? <laughs> yeah, probably. That'd be her, that'd be, you know, that'd be right up her alley. That probably. And we but, know she's not afraid to say not guilty, right? Hey, but he was damaged, he became damaged goods nonetheless, though. Well, he lost his job, but I wonder if he gets rehired. After being found not guilty. Or did he quit? Did they force him? Who knows? Well, they, they, he's on a do not hire list. But hey, <laughs> well, if he gets his job back, it doesn't matter, right? You think they're serious? That's, that's such bad PR, though. If they're forced to give him his job back by some court, right? I mean, he has appellate rights. Oh. So I'm assuming he's going to appeal it till he can't so. appeal it any longer. Just move on with your life, dude. Well, yeah, that's probably the best <laughs> advice, right? Just move on with your life. That's right. They're hiring in Mundelein, I heard. <laughs> Down in Georgia? No, Mundelein, Illinois. Mundelein? Yeah. yeah. But we do have that one place in Georgia, right? Yeah, they're yeah, always You hiring. get a job down there because they fired everybody. They're always hiring. Well, and then we find out uh, three operators at the Office of Emergency Management and Communication use days off, family medical leave and stuff to take Caribbean cruises together while they were on this, quote, medical disability. Hey, man. You can't go on a cruise if you're on a medical disability? If your boss isn't going to give you some calm time, hey, just get on the medical. It's hey, you were, you were sick last week, right? And what did they do to you? What do you mean what they do to me? They, they You got a little phone call while you were Well, yeah, home, I get right? a phone call. You get a phone, you get a yeah. visit. You are get you a like phone really call sick? or a visit. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, Lipe, are you really sick? Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. I open the door yeah. and he's like, okay, that is you. Because I, I had my academy sweats on. <laughs> just like, you know. In just bad shape. And he's like, yeah. all right, you're good. I'll see you later. Thanks. <laughs> so you had a boss you're, come to your house, yeah. knock on the door and look at you. Yeah, you're not in the Caribbean. No, I'm not in the Caribbean. I'm not uh, watching the Masters. Did, did, did I didn't he, just get back from Georgia. No, hey, I'm hey, not. You can watch the Masters. You're in your, your house. No, I didn't, I didn't go home. to the Masters. 
They probably thought oh. I went to the Masters because I'm such a Tiger Woods fan, which, you know, hey, Bro. amen uh-huh. to Tiger Woods, right? Best Masters ever. And, and Becky, I might add, Phil Mickelson made the cut and, and, and on quite that, well. And on that note, we're going to take another break, Paul. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSAM 890. Chicago, we are back. Chicago Popo Report, WLSAM 890, Saturday night, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, little Bob Seeger. Yeah. A little wood. Huh? Just a little. I'm getting high just listening to this music. Oh my God. Hey. We, we never win. <laughs> Bob Seeger's song, they always win. Every time he plays as a bet, he wins. Not, not Lupe and Paul. Criminals never win. That's right. The Popo will get you, right? Exactly. Ask our, our, our number one group down in Stateville. They all gotten by some Popo. <laughs> That's why they'd be living in Stateville right now with that P.O. Box number. Shout out to Mr. Snow again, right? That's right, to Mr. Jamie Snow. Number one fan in Stateville. Go. There you go. All right. Well, listen. Uh, this uh, got a paramedic got in a little trouble too. Yeah, what, what did he do? City workers behaving badly. Yeah, we're still. Yeah, it's, paramedics should never behave badly. It's not even okay. behaving badly. It's you're just you're, you're just dealing with the idiots, right? You're Drunk, just, it's called self defense. Stupid. Yeah. Combative people. Yeah. Right. Who think you're a lift driver or something? You know, give me a ride. I I, I hurt my stub my toe. I need drugs. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you get slapped with an excessive uh, use beef. But the, I mean, uh, you know. Once again, Ferguson is a guy who does not mind his own business, I might add, okay? He's always in everybody else's business, right? You should follow him around a little while, see what he's up to off-duty. But poor paramedic, you know, he he says the paramedic used excessive force when he, by by twisting the person's head and pushing it against the wall. That doesn't sound too excessive to me. That sounds like like Come on, hurry up, we gotta go, kind of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean. Might have been a narrow hallway he's pushing him down, too. He was probably just giving him a wedgie, and his head got in the way. I'm throwing down for the paramedics every time. Oh, okay? absolutely! Yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, they're dealing they're, with the they're worst there to save the lives worst. with the war. Exactly. Yes, right, exactly. When you when you get shot, let me tell you, you call you calling them paramedics. If they're not there within four minutes. You're dead, right? Six. Six minutes. Okay. Six minutes generally. Generally, depends okay. how fast you're bleeding too. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. bleeding a lot. They better get there quicker than six. Yeah, yeah. I'd because, say because we know the popo is not real big on the whole first aid thing. A couple, two, three, six minutes? Yeah. yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah, Lou, I don't see Loopy sticking his hand in that big old gory mess. <laughs> that was once a stomach. No. Oh, let me grab that intestine and stop the bleeding. Oh, no. There aren't enough There aren't enough uh, latex gloves out there. For- <laughs> That's right. You can screw up your whole uniform and beat your blood no. stuff to get out. Right? No, no. No. The Pope are going to wait for the paramedics to show up. No. But this guy got in trouble, and uh, I don't know what happened, but hopefully not too serious. Yeah, he'll be fine. But then we have another. We have now we got an alderman not minding his business, right, Loop? That's what this one boils down to. But 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 Ferguson, knowing that the alderman set his budget, he doesn't recommend anything bad. He just says he recommends more training for all aldermen. After one improperly tried to influence discipline against a water department employee by asking during a meeting whether the department was obligated to follow disciplinary recommendations. So Joe says, "Hey, you just need some training, not." You don't have to do that anymore, okay? You shouldn't do that. Yeah, you're not going to punish the alderman too badly. Just uh, do a little more light reading. How about not at all? <laughs> a little more light That's reading. That's right, a little bit more light reading. We'll supply some expensive training. We'll get that on audio. You could just <laughs> you just listen to it, all right? So, yeah, I know. So, Lupin, another story uh, we covered earlier. Remember the kid that got shot in Evanston? Oh, yeah, our friend, uh, Mr. Rom- Angel Miranda. Yeah, the romantic rivals, right? And, uh... 
and uh, Sandoval. Is that how you pronounce his name? Sandoval, yeah. Sandoval, Sandoval, Kobian. He, uh, what did he do? Well, not guilty. I mean, <laughs> what, are you going to plead guilty? What's wrong with you? No, you're not going to plead mm, guilty. I mean, Kim Fox may get tired and say, yeah, let's dump that one. I don't know. You think he's uh, eligible for a diversionary program? He might be eligible one? under the current uh, administration. He could be. He could be eligible. It's, well, only, it's a shooting. There's a, there's a lot of evidence against him. You there's know? a lot of romance involved in this, though. The state attorney's offices don't like get involved in romantic matters. We got video evidence. We have <laughs> video. We, we have admissions. Admissions. <laughs> third parties. Oh, Ooh. well, that that doesn't really count. No. Admission of third parties. No. Everybody's looking for a reward or a deal or something, right? Sounds like a case for Joel Brodsky, my friend. Joel Brodsky. <laughs> I don't think you can he, afford Joel Brodsky. You listen, Joel, take anything right now. He owes everybody money, all right? <laughs> he got a federal judge that wants 150k from him. How about Goldberg? Goldberg would take this case. Greenberg. Greenberg, there you go. Greenberg is definitely going to need money because our, our Kelly doesn't have any. According okay. to a report that came out this week, he's got 680 bucks in the bank. That's it. That's his worldly. Uh, he did have a couple other accounts with a few hundred thousand, but they were attached by some court or another. So that money is gone. But they, the only account he's got that's liquid is 680 bucks. This is a guy who used to be worth $150 million. That's like a couple, two, three cocktails at Gibson's. I mean, what are you going to do with a hundred? That's, that's 680 bucks is not even a night at Gibson's, is it? <laughs> yeah. Right. The hell? You, even if you got three 15-year-olds there drinking <laughs> with you with bad ideas, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Presumably, they're going to be pounding them because they that's don't the, get the Gibsons. That's not often. even a round of appetizers that, and a round of that, 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 the martinis. You go out without Kelly, you better be buying these days, right? Yeah. But Greenberg, uh, he's going to have to make it up somewhere else because he's not getting it out of R. Kelly. <laughs> no, no. Although if he was paying for that advertising, man, he'd be. You know, you can't you can't place a value on that, can you? No, 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 no. We're, hey. we're a perfect example of that, right? I mean, we're, we're on the radio every week and nobody knows who the hell we are. So I don't I mean, know I, about the whole advertising thing. I call, him, I call him Goldberg and it's Greenberg. It's I Greenberg, Greeny. <laughs> he listens. He listens. He's a fan too. He's a hey. fan. Greeny's a fan. He likes us because, you know, we, we talk about him every he week. He got mad when me? I called him less than attractive, though. But I mean, if, you have, <laughs> if we could put a picture up on him, folks, and if you go to Google and Google Steve Greenberg, I got to tell you, he'd be, he'd be not the best looking guy out there, uh, right? Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That's right. He's, nice. he's got a hot girlfriend. Hey. Greeny's got a hot girlfriend. She digs him. When you've got cash in your back pocket. That's right. Hey. You're famous, right? You're famous. You're in the news right. a lot. You're and on. everybody that takes you on winds up getting indicted or, you know, getting fined by federal. I mean, you know, Greeny's uh, it's all a pretty about high perception. batting average against his enemies. It's all about perception, Paul. That's right. But, you know. uh, all kidding aside, Greenberg's a good lawyer. He's not going to take this case unless, unless somebody mortgages the house. What about uh, this next case uh, out of East West University? You know, little stab, Violence. I, little number one, I never knew there was a, a college in Chicago called East West University. It was my, yeah, me too. I was like, is Trump running that one? Is that it one of Trump's? Trump college. <laughs> hey, 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 we're on WLS. we got to be careful about the Trump stuff, right? <laughs> so it's not a Trump college. Uh, it's you know? definitely not a college run by our okay. great president. No. All right, right. It's not. Well, we had a 20 He was put out of business with all that college stuff. I think some federal judge said you're out of the education business, Mr. Trump. Well, we had a 20-year-old and a 42-year-old, you know, beefing at each other. And the 42-year-old, he just brought out a knife and stabbed the 20-year-old in the back. I got to tell you, this is about a woman. There's going to be a woman involved here somewhere, right? It's about something. But, hey, if you the 42-year-old initially slapped the 20-year-old in the face. He just gave him a big slap. It's like a big insult, man. I mean, yeah, you're gonna get. I'd rather get punched. If I get oh, punched, right. I could take it. If you get slapped, you get slapped. That's that's a 
a B slap. You got you know? to come back to that, man. You yeah. can't. You can't take a slap. You got to pull out the. Uh, a the punch. Old... You could fall down and act all silly and act like you know I can't get up again. But you get slapped in the face. You you got to respond. That's to insulting. That. Exactly. That's yeah. just dehumanizing. And you got to bust out the blade. Well, he busted out the blade, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he did. And he used it. He used it. But. Uh, East West University, mom and dads. I don't know. Think about before you send the kid to that school. There could be a stabbing involved, and definitely not affiliated with Trump. No, definitely okay. not. Well, crime and mayhem. We ready? more crime and mayhem. There you more. go. Start us off, Paul. Mother son duo, family dog terrorized Wisconsin Walmart. Our friends up I mean, north. That's a great story. Our friends right, up right north. Walmart dogs, mom and son. This would have made it into uh, you know funky time and punishment time, but it's it's our neighbor, our next door neighbor. So I had to be local, part of the local <sighs> news. It involves nudity, theft, karate. It's got all the elements of a great story. Oh, this is a TV God, series waiting is, to happen. All right. This is a made for TV moment exactly. What happened? What they do? Lisa Smith screaming at the entrance, trying to catch her dog Bo. The woman's 25-year-old son, he's also there contributing to the chaos court in the local police, right? And then what happened? Officers show up, Walmart unleashed, you know, they're mad because Bo's running around up to customers and pulling apart the, and the Smith starts wrecking the store, right? So, let's just put it this way, it's just a bunch of drunk and disorderly crime and mayhem. You go to Walmart when you get that drunk and stupid? Is that, what, is that the move? Is that what we do now? Essentially, Paul. And we're just going to leave it at that. I think we're going to sure. chalk it up to Walmart, chalk it up to Wisconsin. Because I can tell you, this group is not going to wind up in state, though, all right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we'll be right back. You've been listening to the Chicago Pope Report on WSM 890. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is... The Chicago Popo Report. Welcome back, Pete. Chicago Popo Report. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WSAM 890, Saturday night, Chicago. Bringing you the best in crime and criminals and popo. And anything else that may strike our fancy while we're, whatever's running through our little head at the minute, huh? <laughs> Whatever pops up, minute. right? Yes, yes. <laughs> but the next story, not so funny. No, no, no. Horrible yeah. story out of Phoenix. This dude got mad because his wife was getting a little strange, man. You think he overreacted a little bit, bro? Oh, I mean, if you think killing uh, killing his wife and two children, and, and, and actually, no, he killed four people. Yeah, then he found a boyfriend in and killed him, too. Including two children, exactly. Is that, you know, taking it too far? Yeah. I, I think so. You would have thought the wife could have made a phone call to the boyfriend and let him know what was coming, <laughs> right? I mean, before she got killed. Well, you think she knew she was going to get killed before she got killed? How could he? How could she call the boyfriend? I'll tell you what, she's married to this guy. She should know these things. You'd have you'd have that. He didn't take it well, did he? No, no. Well, hey, listen. If God tells you to do something, is that what happened here? Yeah. God told me to kill my wife and two kids because she was cheating. That makes perfect sense. It to Makes me. perfect sense. And he spared the younger, the three-year-old daughter because she's more like him. Oh, well, she li- in other words, he liked her better. He liked her better. That was the favorite. He didn't like the mother because ones, though. Because she you. reminded him of her. Well, or her she, of him. She may be present at his execution because Arizona still has a death penalty. And I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and predict this guy's getting it. Yeah. Right? Oh, my God. He's getting a death kidding? penalty all day long on this Seems one. Seems like a lot, a, lot of, a lot of fathers are killing their, you know, their, their families <laughs> lately. It's happening all over the place. What the hell's going on here? People are nuts, man. Right? I mean, Just, there's no excuse for that. Just uh, you kill your children. I mean, I mean, that's because you're mad at your wife. I'm going to kill the children. I mean, there were times when I wanted to kill my kids, but it wasn't because of anything their mother did. 
I mean, yeah, there's uh, you know, insanity plea here. There's just uh, a lot of angles. Yeah, he better just... come up with some kind of genius move because he otherwise he's going to be getting a little cocktail stuck in his arm pretty soon. Well, here, I mean, he kills his family first, and then he and then he goes and kills the uh, the uh, mommy's mommy's lover, and then the people who discovered, uh, you know, the uh, the second victims, they then, you know, they may, might want to check on. Might want to check on uh, his uh, his lover, Ugh. and that's how they found the family. Her lover, yeah, her lover, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just tough. It's a brutal one, Phoenix. Too much sun, too much sun on top of the head. Too much air conditioning. Yeah, I mean. no, I think too much sun, too much heat. Anyways, I like this next story. This next story is pretty good, right? This is classic, classic domestic disturbance stuff, right? This guy gets locked up for beating up his wife. Right? He gets bailed out, and what's he do? He immediately goes out and kills the wife. You know, I, orders of protections, they mean nothing. It's not going to, yeah. That's Ladies, not arm this. yourselves. Oh. All right? Don't, I, I, I got to tell you, I, I, once I get beat up, I'm going to get me a gun. All right? And he comes back. He's going to meet my new friend, my little friend here. All right? Because I'm not going to get dead because he didn't like being in jail overnight after he beat me up the first time. I wasn't clear though. Were they still living together? Because he, so he gets locked up, and then four or five days later, he gets out. He gets bailed out by a, a nonprofit. Right, because they felt sorry for him for beating up his wife. And you don't no, think I, the nonprofit would have better thing to do with their money? It has nothing to do with him. It's it's just you know the whole the whole bail system, bail bond system in general. You know, <laughs> I mean, the bail about he only beat up his wife. That's not too terrible. It's a misdemeanor, Paul, and there's still not a conviction. Well, so uh, don't know that we'll have a conviction on this one. Not right? anymore. They're just going to go for the murder case. Not, not anymore. Yeah, right? yeah. So there's a. I mean, it's a it, it's a great program. You know, bail reform. I, the Cook I, County's I, had it. I agree. Bail bail reform is much needed. But I mean, these these guys that beat up their wives, right? You're no man at all, by the way, if you do that, right? And then. They get caught, they get arrested, they go to jail, they spend a few days in jail, and they get out and they kill the wife. It's it's so hard to identify. Uh, I mean... Uh, the women usually know. The women usually yeah. tell the popo, this guy gets out, he's going to come back and kill yeah. me. Which is why many times they're reluctant to file any charges. Because they don't want to deal with that aftermath, right? So, yeah, I wasn't clear whether he was allowed. Because in, in Illinois, you get arrested for a domestic abuse. You're not allowed back in the house right. for, what is it, right. three days? You're supposed to take your guns and everything exactly. else, right? This was in St. Louis, though, so we don't know what, yeah. what their rules are in Missouri. It's unfortunate. No, it is case. unfortunate because you're a dead woman for no reason at all other than this guy who got mad at her because he had to sit in jail for a few nights after he beat her up. Yeah, but you're going to love this next one, Paul. I love this next story, <clears throat> my friend. Out of Houston, Texas. This is a great... These people in Houston, they know how to deal with these shenanigans. So there was a planned attack uh, by uh, by a group of thugs, yep. and uh, they, they basically uh, went up to a house... Uh, they were they were, they ambushed the father, waiting for him to come waiting home. Waiting for him to come home. I think drugs was involved in this, maybe. <laughs> See the thing, it was planned. Maybe, maybe the son, maybe the father had something to do with it. Maybe someone in the family had something to do with it. It wasn't so, you know. These innocent. guys were there to rob rob everybody, right? Somebody, somebody knew what was going to happen. Yeah, what was in that house or whatever. Yeah. But so, they ambushed the father. They drag him in, and then uh, the uh, there were two daughters, two daughters inside. Right. They hide. But th what happened before they hid? Oh, they, you know, they, they hit they hit a panic alarm. They hit right. a panic there alarm. They hit a panic alarm and they were able to activate it, right? But they were discovered later on. Yep. And then the son comes home with his mom. 
He fe- he realizes what's going on. Now we got the whole family in the house. Gets the shotgun and bam, one to the head. He a took, shot to the head. He took out everybody. Sixteen year old kid. The shotgun was stored underneath the couch, I believe. Yeah, in the living room, right? Or, Wait, I wasn't sure. I thought he just sh- he, he shot he shot one guy. I think he shot three of them. Shot three of them. He killed one of them. Other two, yeah, yeah, two. Well, they all got away except the guy who got shot in the head. The guy got shot in the head. He didn't go anywhere, right? (laughs) But he lit them up, man. And they all had guns. Yep. Everybody had guns, but they were too busy running and getting out of there because when this kid cut loose with that shotgun, they were gone. Yeah, these gangsters were just ill-prepared. They didn't really think this one through. You know, like a chess match, you got to think five steps ahead. No, let's say, what if somebody comes around with a gun? What are we going to do? Just going to run or we're going to stand and fight? No, they just ran. Listen, and one got shot. If, if you're robbing folks in Texas, I can almost guarantee you they're going to be a gun, gun in the house somewhere, yeah, right? I mean, that's, 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 on that's somebody's person because everybody in Texas that's a damn has a give, gun almost, that's a almost giveaway. all of them That's do. a giveaway, exactly. Yeah, Texas, bad, bad state to home invade in, okay? Because even the 16-year-old is going to come home and light it up. Oh, my God. Yeah, another funny thing, uh, Whataburger was mentioned in this story in this report <laughs> in what context were they mentioned <laughs> the, the, more mom, free advertising. mom drove away and located a police officer at a nearby waterburger you know well, what waterburger is i do man it's that, like that is the big hamburger joint in texas everybody loves it really yeah you go to texas visit somebody they're bringing you there whether you want to go or not yeah that's a you know my boy Wahlberg. that's his family thing that's Wahlburgers. That's not what a burger. Okay, really? that's wall burgers. Okay, I yes. thought it was yes, the same. Really. No, no, you've no. been watching too much cable television. <laughs> all right, not Donnie Wahlberg and the goofy not, little fat brother that you know makes hamburgers. That's not right? Donnie Spot. No, that's not Donnie no? Spot. No, <laughs> not Marks either. All right, or Paul. I see. I watch the show too. That's why I know the difference. <laughs> I thought they were the same. No, they're not the same. <laughs> no, they're not. Let's move on to the next story, okay? But hey, the Wahlburgers will appreciate the free advertising. They don't. They'll take it any way they can get it. Because hey, by the way, they just opened a joint in St. Charles. Did they? And they did. Are they going to open one up here? In the city here? Yeah. Uh, supposedly, allegedly, they're going to open one in the city. Oh wait, right on State Street, I State and State Ontario, we can, right? We could do a live show from there wait, one Saturday. Is that a Whataburger or Wahlburger? No, Wahlburger. <laughs> Wall, W-A-L-L to W-H-A-T, okay? In Texas, it's Whataburger, right? And, and up here, it's Wahlburger. We don't have Whataburger. Paul, every, every day I leave this studio, every Saturday night I leave we, this studio like like just a smarter person because, I'm, because right? I'm next to you. Yeah, bro, yeah, I, I, I could have saved you all that law school I expense. Am, if I, I am didn't a know better you man. back in the day, right? Loopy, skip law school, just hang with Paul. That's I, all you got to do. I am a better informed <laughs> and just all around better person just by being here with you every That's Saturday right. night. And on that note, we're going to take another break. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLSAM 890. Welcome back to the Chicago Popo Report, Saturday night, WSAM 890, the big 89 in Chicago, the biggest, baddest radio station in the continent. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. Hey, the next story sucks. Oh, right? my God. I'm a... not happy about this one. Mr. Mr. Emmanuel Aranda, what a malaka. Uh-huh. What did he do, Lupe? What does genius, this rocket scientist do? Oh, my God, just because he was just pissed off because he couldn't land a chick at a mall. He couldn't get a date. I mean, yeah. I mean, creeping girls out at the mall and he gets, he gets you know, 
pissed off at himself and... What am I going to do? Oh, I'm just going to kill the next person I see. Right. He tried it the day before, and then he found his victim, you know, it's yeah, a five-year-old kid. Five-year-old kid, he picks up and throws him off a tier 40 feet above the ground. Kid survived it. I've seen photographs of this kid and his mom in the hospital. Yeah. It doesn't look good. 40 feet fall on the marble. And this guy grabbed him because he couldn't get a date, and he said, I'm going to kill the next guy I see. Yeah, pretty much. He's got some psychological problems, you I think, think, right? Yeah, a little bit. I, I would bail him out just so he could get executed on the front steps of the courthouse. This one, all right? This this you, this you kid and his mom are minding their own business in a mall, and the dude grabs him, throws him off a 40-foot terrace. Man, I'm, it makes my head spin like the exorcist. You can't get any crazier than that. I mean, what the hell? What is it? Listen, it, it's public execution. This, this is what it's for. What he's one, he's one of our guy, one of our peeps, born Who? in Chicago. This guy, yeah, he's not, not one of our, not peeps. our family <laughs> peeps. He's just a Chicago resident, Cook County. Let me tell you, if this guy hit Stateville, he wouldn't last a day. All right, our Stateville <laughs> peeps would take <laughs> exactly. him out. It'd Mr. Be all over with Mr. Snow and his guys would take him out. That's right. He, uh, he lucky for him, he's in Minnesota. Well, I mean, it looks like it's what sounds like he likes doing. He's he's involved in uh, batteries in public places. He was arrested at a Golden Nugget. Uh, for for, some, for Agri- one of Agri- Chicago's for famous uh, diners, man. For assault. I mean, he's bad news stabbing people. Listen, listen this guy is uh, a menace to society. It and is I'm, the I'm true definition. I'll never see daylight again either. He's done. But you're you're in a mall with your five year old man, okay? And you have a young child. You're sensitive to this, right? Yeah. I mean, if what now? We're gonna watch them twenty four seven. You can't take their eye. You can't take your eye off your kid for three seconds in a shopping mall. Might I add the biggest shopping mall in America? <laughs> Got a, their own police force, right. right? I mean, this is this is insanity. This is why people are running around armed and dangerous because of lunatics like this out there. Lunatics come in all shapes and sizes. Uh, they exactly. do, and this guy uh, doesn't get any worse than this, right? But there is a GoFundMe uh, page to help this family, right? This um, uh, these people are getting unbelievable uh, medical bills because this kid is in. Uh, Uber intensive care, which is probably going for about fifty thousand a day with his problems. Right. So, uh, folks, if you could uh, find this and donate to this family, you could sure use it. And I might add, deserve your generosity and support. What's our next story? Let's get. We got anything a little bit more uplifting than that? <laughs> it like killed me. If you're if you're talking about a trio arrested in a dark web pill mill bust, that's out, a pretty good story after the last one. Okay, out in New Jersey, there's a whole lot going on, and we got a couple of stories from New Jersey. Yeah, actually, they're very creative out on the East Coast, the way to make money. They're on the dark web selling pills openly and not- notoriously. How do you pay for these pills on the dark web? Well, they were paying by uh, using credit, not credit card, cryptocurrency, Paul. cryptocurrency. But how they buy the cryptocurrency? They were going and getting these credit cards. They'd load uh-huh. them up, right? And, uh-huh. uh, and these these guys got rich, man. They made a lot of money. They ran this uh, SinMed was the name of their site on the dark internet, whatever that might be. By the way, I tried to go to the dark internet after I read this story. No luck. I, I couldn't even find the dark internet. Because you're not dark enough. You're not seedy enough. You're not shady enough. Only shady people know where to, Bro, where, where to tap the, into that. The, the, it's the base problem my whole life. I'm lazy. It's just, just a lot of work trying to find the dark internet, all right? I'm just not that. I'm interested up to about three seconds of it. People like you and me aren't interested in that. It's it's. I, here's how I think. If I go on the dark internet, you know, after three seconds of searching, I get bored and I move on to something else. But I go, the FBI ever checks my computer? You know, see, Elena was on the dark internet looking at pill houses, right? That's. 
It's research for a story. Or that's an easy way to get hacked. I mean, some of these. Some <laughs> that's of these, right. They're gonna the hackers are all hanging on the dark internet. Yeah, like, see, right? we we got a new guy. Let's. We got a new guy. He's it, got credit cards. Let's see what we could do with it. What kind of grief we could give him? Let's see if his firewalls are up. That's his <laughs> firewalls. Yeah, I got all kind of firewalls up. Right. You got you've got no protection, Paul. I got firewalls, my friend. Let me tell you, I I know I do because they they tell me I have them. <laughs> so yeah, that's a big scam out of New Jersey, Paul. Next story's kind of fun, right? Oh, it is. We it like is. the story. Kelly Le- Collins. Kelly <clears throat> ran for Congress in uh, Georgia's 10th District, and she just got charged with a little crime. <laughs> what would Kelly do? Paul, the irony in this story is just... I love just, irony. Don't we love irony? <laughs> oh, my. It's just too much for me to handle. It's like you can just slice it with a huge machete that's right so she was a gun control advocate oh kelly kelly didn't like guns right didn't believe people should have them they're bad bad guns are bad right that was her yeah she ran on that platform didn't win i might add in georgia probably not a good platform to run on in georgia you gotta i mean you might be able to do that in highland park or winnetka okay i mean you could do i'm sure you could win on it but you have to be very strategic you gotta be very nuanced but i I, kelly's about as nuanced as a hammer okay but she didn't win yet. Well, she was charged with shooting her campaign treasurer. Well, let me tell you, she was probably mad at that <laughs> campaign treasurer. You didn't raise enough dough for her to win, okay? I lost. I didn't have enough dough. You probably taken my dough. They were living together. Not, they weren't, uh, it wasn't clear whether they were married or uh, not, though. They were living which, together, though, right? Which, I, which is kind of strange. Kind of domestic-related, I'm guessing. Domestic-related. But, but for the purposes of our story... Let's say not. No, no, it's got, yeah, it's got, we're not looking for the domestic angle. We're looking no, for the, that's right. the, the irony of it. The ironic angle. That's what we look for. That's the, that's what we love. The that's anti-gun funny. candidate smokes her spouse with a gun. Well said. Paul, again, well said. I'm predicting the defense in this case is, everyone knew my aversion to guns. There shouldn't have been one in the house to begin with. It's his fault he had a gun in the house. Yeah. That, that, stupid, dumb, dead guy. Should have had right? it locked up. That's going to be the defense. He, if he'd have had it secured, I wouldn't have shot him. Exactly. Everybody knows I don't like guns because nobody likes to take personal responsibility. Well, Paul. she believe me, she's not going to. She's not going to take any personal responsibility in this case. She was also charged with grand larceny after uh, she took his Subaru legacy. <laughs> they live together. You could, she could take the Subaru, can't she? It's not sure whether they were married or not. If they were married, that's a different story. Together, but right? they were living together. Yeah. It doesn't mean you could take my. Subaru, I can't. uh, Bro, I'm not taking your Subaru. Unless you're on title. I might take your Lexus, your Ferrari, your new Cadillac, okay? Paul, unless you're on my title, it's not yours to take. You just can't take it? Nope. What if he gave gave permission maybe before she shot him? Prove it. Honey, take it. Prove it. Hey. But that's the least of her worries, right? Yes, that is the least of her worries right now. Yes, Kelly (laughs) Kelly has bigger fish to fry than the car. You and I are fighting about whether (laughs) she could take the legacy Subaru. She's she's got bigger problems than taking the Subaru. So on to uh, on to the next big topic, Paul. Uh, this is a big topic, my friend. The biggest topic in America, perhaps next to the uh, Masters uh, win by Tiger Woods last week. Right? Game of Thrones, right? Game of Thrones on Sunday night. I was waiting for that dragon on dragon sex. That's not going to happen. Which I'm never happened. You, I think the whole world's waiting for the dragon on dragon sex. But I, I'm guessing they're not going to. HBO is not going to jump into that gutter. As much as we would like them to. Because I'm through with the uh, twin brother and sister sex. Oh, God. I'm, yeah. I'm done with that. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Okay. The dragon would be uplifting after the twin oh, brother and sister sex, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. 
get, Khaleesido might get mad and kill all the dragons in or something. So is I, it going to happen? Is it finally going to happen? I can tell you, we should, we should, you know, we should do a poll. Folks, do the dragons have sex before the end of the Game of Thrones this year? Are the dragons going to bump ugly on HBO? Is that going to happen? Bump ugly, I like that. What do you think? You think the dragon? I mean, our own studio poll. Becky, dragons bumping ugly or no? No, Becky says no. There's probably going to be everybody saying no. Brett says no. There's going to be a YouTube special. On it. I got to tell you, I'm saying yes. I say, right. say the dragons get it on HBO. You know, they're going to think there's another rating point in there if the dragons do it. And on that note, we're going to take another break. But coming back, we got funky crime and punishment time. <laughs> the Trivago guy is in the news. You've been listening to the Chicago Popa Report on WSM 890. Chicago Popa Report heating up now. Saturday night, WSAM 890. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino. Coming into the home stretch now, bro. It's getting hot. Time to start doing shots, Paul. That's right. Time to start doing pounding get, that tequila. Get the glow sticks out. But don't drive. Right? Oh, no. You drive. You drive. The man's going to get you if you oh. drive. Right? A lot of money in drunk driving. The Popo love that charge. Just, uh... Judges, judges hate them because, you know, they got the mamas against drunk driving in court, raising hell. They don't give them the death penalty on every case. Yeah, you could just ask Mr. Tim Williams how that feels. What happened to Tim? You know, the Trivago guy? Ooh, the sexy Trivago guy, Man, as Rolling Stone is, calls him, right? That guy's hot. He's hot, huh? He's hot. TV sloppy, sexy pitch man charged with DWI. Ooh, is he going to be okay? I'll be fine. <laughs> you think he's going to lose his job over it's this? Just a misdemeanor. You know, it probably it's, it's probably going to give him that edge, that street cred. That's, that's right. You need some street, street cred. cred. Hey, ask our state Phil peeps, right? Yeah. They want a little street cred. And a right. Exactly. He's got it now. But uh, yeah, yeah, I got to love the line in this story, right? His bond was a hundred dollars, which. The New York Post cheekily noted about sixty dollars higher than the best rate on Trivago for a hotel in the Houston area. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line. Snap, that's a great line. That guy could come on this show, right? He'd fit right in. <laughs> Check it out. The Pope will roll up, roll up on Mr. Williams. He was passed out in his car with his foot on the brake. Hey, safety first, my friend. Okay, he was. Mr. Williams was worried about the people around him. Every drunk guy or girl I've ever run across who's passed out at the wheel, they're always aware enough to just keep their foot on the brake. They don't want to cause <laughs> harm to any other human being. They just want to have a good time. I mean, they have. Yeah, I mean, that, is... that, that, hey, that just, that's just great. Yes. We don't have handbrakes, too, in the car. We could have all kinds of braking going on. Until a police officer sticks his head in there, and then they wake up abruptly, and the oh! car takes yeah, off, then right? They, then, the, then the police shoot him about 32 times when they catch him, right? Or it's they, never a good or ending. They, or they get hurt, and, and, it, and, it, and it goes to, you know, all hell breaks loose there, yeah. That's right. He tried to run me over and kill me. That's why we shot him 16. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, Paul. Happened this week in Naperville, okay? Oh, really? Guy, uh, I think it was on Wednesday, a dude gets killed on a motorcycle in Bolingbrook. Big uh -huh. traffic scene, popo uh -huh. everywhere. Some rubberneckers going by, and he hits a Bolingbrook cop who's out there directing traffic. Then he makes his second mistake at evening, takes off. Uh. High pursuit starts. Of course, all the popo are there at the fatality scene, right? Uh -huh. So they chase him into Naperville, and the Naperville cops corner him and light him up. The shootout happens. They shot, shot. There was two or three people in the car, and they just lit that thing up, man. Uh, and they, 
Poor marksmanship out in Naperville, I might add, though. You got them sitting in a van. They're not going nowhere. They shoot like 10 times, and they wound the guy. They don't even kill him. Well, Lucky what, for the guy driving the van, right? That's what happens when you go to the range just once a year, Paul. <laughs> that's <laughs> what happens. Is you're just not a very good shot. <laughs> they shot him, but he's, he's going to be fine, they said. But, uh, you know, that, that, that whole drunk driving thing, you... you you come there to hit a popo, it's, it ends badly every time. Yeah, I see your point, Paul. Yes. You're right. So we should move on, probably. We're going on to Indiana. Ah, uh, we like Indiana. Oh, what happened God. in Indiana, bro? This is, a, this is a great story. Hey, man, if my parents messed with my porn collection, I'd be oh, pretty upset, too, you had too, a porn man. collection. I know, uh, you, I know you, Loop. You never had any of those. My. You didn't need one. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, well, this guy's pretty upset, man, because uh, he's suing mom and dad for destroying his... $29,000 porn collection. But he's not only suing him for 29000 Paul. He's nearly 90000 90000 okay. what? 1,600 DVDs, 160 plus CDs, and 70 sex toys. No, but he's seeking almost 90000 You know, the value sex. of the missing items and the amount it would cost to replace them because these are irreplaceable items, Listen, Paul. sex toys are not cheap, my VHS, friend. Okay, VHS tapes are not easy to get a hold of. That's right. Let alone a player. Do you have a VHS player anymore? No, I don't even own one anymore. Right? I don't even have a CD player any longer, right? Hey, I, I got two words for this guy. Pornhub, okay? It's free. He don't have to spend 90 grand on Pornhub. He can yeah. dial it up anytime he wants from anywhere in the world. The dude don't have to spend $90,000. You could select many different categories. Charlie, you know? Yes, yes, there's everything Big, you could want on there. Yes. Vintage to granny. Toys, to like, yes, babysitters. To like little people. Right, it's all there. Yes. You know, dogs and horses. You, you oh, name it. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Not that I've ever been on there, but I doubt if they'd allow that content, right? <laughs> And Charlie may have had I, this I, in his collection, to... okay? Char Charlie might have the most expensive collection I've ever heard of. Oh, my God. And he soon as my mom and dad got tired of stuff, like, Charlie, you know, you're just in the bathroom far too much. I you just No one else could get into the shower. We're, we're actually helping you out here. We're, yeah, Charlie, we're trying to help you, okay? This is for your own mental and emotional well-being, you know, okay? You got to go out and talk to girls, okay? You can't just spank the monkey all day long. Char Charlie, Charlie, and... He's it's not a kid. He's a grown up living in his parents' house. This is a, another sign. Mom and dad get tired of the freeloading kid with the huge porn collection. They throw him out, right? And he sues him. He, he screwed up his whole lifestyle. Yeah, I mean that's <sighs> job. J O B is the word there, Charlie. I know you're not familiar with it because you're too busy doing other things all day long. You know, all some, night, apparently, you know, some people have comfort blankets or some other comfort item. This guy has comfort porn. Tapes and DVDs. No dog, just the comfort porn, right? Just comfort porn. When you're feeling sad, I guess just Charlie press don't play. Need an animal in the when house, you're right? feeling sad, Not, just press play, Paul. Nothing happens. Nothing good happens if Charlie has an animal in the house. So, uh, hey, but according to the lawsuit, his father responded by saying, "I was doing Charlie a favor. I'm, 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 I'm landing on Dad's side on this one, okay? Someday, hey. I hope he will understand. <laughs> That's what Charlie's saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the father." I, I, uh, no, I think the father's on pretty safe ground, even even in this crazy time. <laughs> no, here, there's another quote. There's another quote to follow. What? Can I What's add? another quote? Go ahead, give it to us, bro. I would have done the same if I had found a kilo of crack cocaine. So he's he's comparing the porn collection to crack cocaine because it's an addiction, Paul. Yes. He's making oh, that I get comparison. it. The father's a wise man. Yes, he is. Paul. He's a very wise guy. He gets it. 
Wise guy. We'll get off Crazy Charlie in the $90,000 porn collection. I mean, I'm ready to gag doing this story. Yeah. He's probably not going to OD. You think he could OD on porn? <laughs> you just I I'm speechless you almost. Just... <laughs> I don't even know how to answer that one, all right? <laughs> you, just, you probably just get a lot of rug burns, but I mean... Uh, just dragging it down in the gutter, right here, bro. We're just going to drag the whole entire operation here into the gutter. Hey, <laughs> should we go on to a Florida man? Let's go to Florida. That's safe. That's a safe subject. <laughs> That's always a safe place to go. <laughs> please, please, let's do Florida. So a Florida man shoots up. In Tampa. In Tampa. Pretty far south. That's South Florida. Shoot, shoots a young ga- gal with a water gun filled with, with, with guess what, Paul? Uh, bleach? Not porn. Water? Urine. Ah, urine. That's a, you oh, know. That's an upgrade from Charlie. Okay, it's, 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 let me tell you. It's pee to the layman. Okay. Yes. You know, if, I always actually wanted to do that and put it in water balloons and just throw it at my friends. Hey, the guy's but, seventy-one years old. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna make a leap and say he had some issues at seventy-one. That's for like a t- that's for like young kids to do, right? I mean, that's that's a frat thing. That's yeah, a frat boy why, kind of why a thing. Was this lady? Why did he spray this lady? What was his problem with this woman? He was probably. Rebuffed. She, she or, you know, she's walking her dog. There, yeah. There's probably some history involved yeah, here too. History. There's some the history. Dog used to pee on this guy's lawn, and he was going to teach this lady. A he lesson. was sick of having brown spots on his lawn. That's is that that simple? Yeah. Well, he didn't like the dog peeing on his lawn, and he got ticked off. And he, I, I'm, I'm just thinking, filling up the water gun with urine was not an easy thing to do. Look, kind of a messy job. Oh, you got to have great aim. I'm 71 years old. You're lucky you have any aim at all at that point, okay? It's kind of hard. you got to struggle to find it. Is that it? Charlie might have to take the blue pill to work this one up, okay? <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, Florida. Thank you, Florida. On that note, we're going to take another break, Paul. And we've got a happy ending you're going to love. A local happy ending. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WSAM 890. <laughs> Nation. You know what time it is if you hear them banjos playing. We're going down south. We can go down Deep south Mason Dixon line. Deep south. We had, a, we had a fun teacher. Fun substitute teacher in Kentucky. Huh? Substitute teachers don't get any respect. Brooke Ellen West. Well, let me tell you, Brooke Ellen was, uh, you know, she wasn't getting no respect. She, she took a little action. He's got to take a couple, two, three shots. I tell you, the Chicago Popo Report, they're going to report on that action every time. We're going to make Brooke famous. Because what Brooke do? Brooke, substitute teaching the little darlings, right? And they're not giving her a lot of respect. Little future felons? <laughs> some future felons in there, I'm sure. And what, and what happens? She starts slamming some vodka at 11 a.m. in the classroom. You got to get prepared, man, because it's anxiety time Listen, when you walk did, in that classroom. Well, you got to do your pre-classroom preparation. You got to slam the vodka on the way to work in the car. Some right? cereal, you know, uh, some she vodka. Waited, she, Brooke waited till she got to school, and she slammed <laughs> it right in front of the kids. She was just down and shot after shot. And I might add, she blew a .317. That's about, what, three times the legal limit? Three and a half times the legal limit. Brooke was smoked, man. I don't think I, the good story here is she didn't have sex with the kids. <laughs> she just, <laughs> that's, that's she just got grace. drunk and, and cussed them out, cussed out the students. Brooke, you're the best. You're Brooke, Brooke, teacher of the year, Golden Apple Award for you, baby. <laughs> there you go. You're gonna, you're gonna, they're gonna invite you to the uh, White House and give you that special I, you, teacher of the year award. That's right. You'd definitely be a live guest on the Popo Report. We could talk about. It. Let her slam some vodka while she's sitting <laughs> there with us, right? <laughs>
<laughs> there you go. All right. What's next? What we're are we doing to, next? We're going to Tennessee, Chattanooga. Uh, great town. Great town, Chattanooga. Yeah. So, 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 <laughs> a little so, bit out of control down there, though, Loop. So listen, when I get a big settlement, I want to go get me a nice, a nice vehicle. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when I bring it back to get serviced, I don't expect the car salesman that originally sold me that car to kidnap me. Take my money and make me smoke crack, but that's exactly what I happened mean, here. I, and what order did all, all this in nut, I, And that, and we're exactly like that. <laughs> I broke it down for you. The hell are you buying for two hundred thousand dollars? No, he didn't. No, he, he didn't buy it for two hundred thousand. <laughs> he, he told just, him you're going to give me two hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly, because he found out that he just got a big settlement. And you and, and the car salesman decided to become his partner in the settlement. Oh, yeah. Oh. Let me cash in with you, buddy. <laughs> we're going to smoke some crack and have a good time. Oh, we're going to make this last. Hey, the only problem is you can't kidnap them, can you? It's not That's allowed in Tennessee. Well, maybe in you, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. I don't know. They're a little loosey-goosey in the rules down there. Oh, God. I'm surprised, Paul. <sighs> Somehow I'm not. We heard the banjo music. <laughs> we heard the banjo music. We know what's going to happen, right? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Where are we going next, Paul? Hey, we're going to Florida, Lou. We had, we had this woman, this granny, all right? And this 300-pound half-naked guy shows up at her front door, uh, you know, wanting, wanting to be lovey-dovey. And granny said, hey, let me tell you something, pal. That's not happening. What'd she do? She pulled out her Louisville slugger, bro. Loopy's favorite weapon. Who's Loopy? Loopy. Oh, is that me? That's you. <laughs> Loop. Loop. Come on. You love you, you love the Louisville <laughs> Slugger, okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm um, baseball player. I love that, baseball. That, exactly. That's right. Well, Granny pulled out that baseball bat and wore that fat ass out. Oh, okay. And pew, he, pew, he, yeah. he went running back to his trailer naked or one shoe on. And I got you. Got to love this. Granny beats him up with a baseball bat. Runs back to the trailer. The cops followed a blood trail to the trailer. And when they arrest him, he's got a pair of new pants on and cocaine in his pocket. This guy is really <laughs> smart, okay? Uh, is he smart? I'm going to go rape Granny down the street, who uh, was taken to it, and pulled out her baseball bat and wore him out. And then he gets caught with dope and a new pair of pants. Paul, it never, oh, it never ceases yeah, to amaze me. This is why we play the banjo music. Florida men always outdo themselves <laughs> during the criminal act. They, 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 like, to, they like to one-up themselves and you know what granny said he, he better be glad i didn't have a gun <laughs> i only had that baseball bat <laughs> but she said that gun that baseball bat's her gun right well yeah <laughs> i mean it's just as it's considered a deadly weapon paul it's, well i'll tell you what the popo loved her those are aggravated she, she, she was not charged with any crimes no ag bat for her right nah, none at all man probably get probably getting some kind of accommodation at the end of the month Maybe a, a key to the uh, a key to the uh, uh, trailer park. Uh, trailer park. <laughs> the washing and dryer machine. She gets free washing and drying for a year. What? She's gonna get a roll of coins for the whole Ooh, year. Oh man! So yeah, that's a great story. That's good. Great. In Florida, we can't help it. The gift that keeps on giving. Just feed us, feed us stories week after week after week. So I mean, I know you're not a a big uh, union guy or a big union, you know, advocate. I'm pro union. You're pro union. I'm, I'm right. definitely pro union. All right, good. Yeah. I, I love that about yeah, you. I Paul. do. Yeah. You sometimes you always you always amaze me, surprise pro, me. First job, local 705 Teamsters Union unloading trucks at Goblitz. And let me tell you that union <laughs> didn't do much for you. But I'm a, I'm a pro union guy. <laughs> I've always been I've always been part of some union or another. That's you know, right. the marital union, uh, workers union. <laughs> The people's union. People's union. The people's union, yes. You no, know, my the guys on the street union. But no, I mean, this is great. So 
apparently these union guys were just making too much trouble, too much noise in the neighborhood. You oh. know, residential neighborhood. They're having a good time working. They enjoyed their jobs. They got the rat out there. They got the bully. Got the you know. <laughs> there were yeah the union guys. They got the rat. They, they got the rat. rat. Exactly. Exactly. We're so talking they, about the twenty foot tall rat. Right, the twenty foot yeah. tall rat. But I'm sure that's not that's not what they were complaining about. So oh. they're just making too much noise. You know, too much noise. So vocal. too vocal. Too vocal. Yes. And, you know, lo- people like to support union members who are who are striking, who are, you know... We honk our horn, flash our lights when we drive by the big rat, you the know, union we, guys. We support you, and, you know, you, you occasionally bring you something to drink, something to eat. And apparently these two jokers, um, they did, uh, let's see, 29-year-old Bo Cozen and uh, 25-year-old Rachel Chirac. They wanted to take it a little bit too far. Uh-oh, Bo and Rachel, I bet they were doing something unsightly, weren't they, Loop? Uh, you know, uh, when I make cookies and I put some laxatives, you know, in there, <laughs> it's usually it usually give me the runs. Yes, it would. That's what laxative <laughs> does. Okay, it opens but, but everything that, up. But that's it, though. I mean, it's not that dangerous. It's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Does that does that warrant uh, uh, a charge of you know? I, I'm going to say the Popo Report is interested in this story for one reason, really, because it sounds delicious. Well, who made the cookies? Well, the uh, the uh, the Cousins and the Chiracs. Yeah. And they gave them to the strikers to pile them down, right? To pile them down, but they didn't pile them down. But the Popo got them to admit to this nefarious crime, didn't they? they? Well, yeah, absolutely. And off to jail they went. Because they opened the door and they're idiots. Uh, That's happened. I think it's that special time of night, bro. We got got happy ending time? I think so. So This, This is a great happy ending. So you remember the Nigerian brothers, right? <laughs> How can we forget them? But well, we better recap real quick for our audience in case they're just tuning in for the first Go time. Go ahead. Oh, listen. The brothers from uh, the Nigerian brothers who helped just Jesse to beat up Jesse Smollett allegedly and then flipped on him like a like a dog. All right. They're involved one of the in a brothers, conspiracy. One of the brothers, quite the athlete, isn't he? Well, they, they you could you could just tell by looking at them that they're athletes. Well, they're built for no doubt about it. That doesn't really make you an athlete. But I the th- one brother is an athlete. I thought it was all just yoga, but apparently not. It's not yoga. No, no. Okay. Not unless yoga guy's got a really mean left hook. Oh, apparently they're well-trained. Because uh, uh, the brother named Abel uh, won Chicago Golden Gloves. I, I got to tell you, Golden Gloves, you bring your lunch because there's some tough guys fighting in that tournament every year. That's no joke. Yeah, Cicero Stadium, absolutely. 178 pound. Oh, my God. I mean, that's, that's fighting, a big class. Uh, that's, that's a, a big class. That's, that's a uh, light heavyweight, man. Yeah. And uh, he's he's fighting with the big boys that can throw yeah, them bombs, exactly, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, he threw a few bombs. He wins a unanimous decision back in March and walks away with the Open Championship at 178. Twenty. What was the age uh, division? Age twenty one uh, to thirty five. Yeah, and then they have a senior division. But uh, he's fighting at yeah, twenty one to thirty five. Uh, that's a that's a that's a pretty good boxing. Uh, that's a big range. Yeah, talent right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a hard tournament to win. Very difficult. The uh, Our congratulations the, uh, go out to him. A bell. He's turning his life around. Maybe he'll make the Olympics. What do you say? Uh, doubtful. Doubtful. Yeah, you're over eighteen, nineteen. You're not going to make that Olympic team usually. It's, it's tough in boxing bad. because you turn pro if you're really good. Maybe he'll turn pro. He might do that. That's that's my guess. Hey, Paul, and hey, that does hey, it hey, for hey, us. Charitable fighting. Jussie Smollett and one of the brothers for real. There you go. There you I'd go. I'd pay to see that one. On that, that does it for us this Saturday night. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. And mind your own business. And watch your six. We'll see you next week, everybody. Thank you very much.